This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from self-doubt. Now, y'all know there's no shame in my game, and life has been lifing lately. Trying to manage the priorities of being a wife, mom, friend, and full-time entrepreneur, it can get overwhelming. If this sounds like you, then BetterHelp wants to help you today. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There are over 20,000 therapists in BetterHelp's network, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. How cool is that? Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced therapist from BetterHelp. There's a special offer to the Slaying self Doubt podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash slang. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash slang, S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey, Slayers. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Marcella Marlin-Williams from the Legacy Builder Group. She is the co-founder. Hey, Marcella, how are you? I am doing well, Felicia. How are you doing? I am doing well. So you guys, um, when you see the promo and if you hear the voice, you may recognize Marcella from an interview I did during the summer uh, from the table. We had a short time to be able to talk about what it meant to have a seat at the table, how she could influence people. And she broke it down, y'all, because she was talking to us about uh, the, uh, the how things work in our brain and the thoughts and how what part what comes first and y'all need to go back. I saw my YouTube page if you uh haven't listened to it on here. It's definitely on the YouTube page. But she even in that little bit of time she broke it down. So when we get into this conversation, oh y'all know we getting into all of it. So Marcella, hey girl, hey. Yeah. So can you oh yes, can you introduce yourself to the people and just tell us how you got started? Sure, sure. Hello, people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, it's so great to be back on here. Uh, Again, my name is Marcella Mullen Williams. I am the co-founder of Legacy Builder Group. I am also a behavioral financial advisor and a certified mindset and flexibility coach we'll talk about that a little later yeah (laughs) (laughs) i got some questions (laughs) yes 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 people like "Hmm, finance flexibility okay (laughs) it connects (laughs) um and how i got started you know i think it always for me started with a drive to one learn um Mm. just to grow and learn and discover for myself um, what I needed to go, what I needed to know around finances. Okay. I, gr- I grew up in a family business. 
uh, uh, I was telling people I've never worked outside of um, family in my life. Really? And really. I've never worked for anyone outside of family. And and I've been, you know, I've had my own business since I was in my 20s. And that's just very natural for mm-hmm. me. Um, it was I, I worked for my family sign company. And then my brother and I decided to really go into finance. Um, he was already great with money and I wanted to know more. And at the heart of it, it was about creating a legacy for me. Yeah, a legacy for my family. So I always say I got into my, the financial business for selfish reasons because I needed to know more. No, I that's right. Grow. And in doing so, I knew I'd be able to help others. Mm-hmm. And so a- as the journey continued, I learned, um, I developed different skills. I kind of really, because, you know, the financial industry could be really large. It's there's so many components to it. Yes. You can get lost in it. And I had to take, it was a journey to find where I actually fit. Mm. Uh, what worked for me because when I was a kid I loved psychology you know I loved um I'm, I'm a good listener I least like analyzing people and I went to finance which I liked but it was only over the course of the last few years that there was an aspect of coaching people in finance that I discovered mm. and then it was like god there's more and then suddenly I find this designation of behavioral financial advisor, which most people in my industry don't even know that's a FINRA designation (laughs) that they can get. People never heard of it. And, but when I went, when I saw it and then I took the course and went through the process and studied it, it was like, I was home. Mm. That feeling of this is what was bridging my love for psychology, neuroscience, and traditional finance. Yeah. And to become this, um, to, to find myself in this place. And so now I'm in a place where I can really help people develop their mindset around money, mm-hmm. along with the traditional things that we help them do, which is the financial planning and investing and all of that. But that means nothing. We constantly are self-sabotaging ourselves. Come listen. Uh, okay. Nothing. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of uh, last year, 2022, we ended out kind of by, se- by and one of the series that I did was um, slaying our finances. And we literally talked about, you know, uh, we talked about our finances for a whole month and the amount of people who afterwards were just kind of like, I did not want to watch. I didn't want to listen to it because I knew mentally I wasn't ready to deal with what it was that was really holding me back, whether it was about earning money, saving money, spending money, giving money. Like we really broke it down to talk about like, you know, how self-doubt showed up in that, how your relationship with money. And so when a lot of times people think that it's just about the currency, right? It is the behavior of it. Like, what is your relationship with it? How do you feel about it? Do you love it to the point that you respect it, right? It's so many different things that most people don't even think about it to that level. It's kind of like, oh, you know, it's just there, right? Like we just use it. It's just a tool, whatever have you. But for some people, no, understanding their relationship with money can change the legacy for their families, you know? So 100%. I, I, when 100%. you said it, I, I definitely know. knew what the merge you know. was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So as you, you know, being in, um, family business doing this, um, but also saying to yourself that like, you knew that what you wanted and what you were doing were kind of like two different things. How, how did you get to that place? Because a lot of times people just, 
we, you know, we know we're doing things because we are good at it. We have the skill, we have the ability to be able to do it and we do it well, but we don't do it with the same energy that we do when we're doing something when we're walking in purpose. Right. Yeah. So talk about that, uh, that difference when you were like, okay, I'm doing this, it works, but something is not adding up (laughs) in this financial (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 I mean no that is so important because here I am in business Mm -hmm. um and you know whether it's a financial business or you're selling cakes it doesn't business being in business it could be challenging financially Yes. And, you know, having the right clients and all of these things. And I just noticed that I wasn't, you know, we weren't where I knew we were capable of being. Mm-hmm. Um, the business wasn't growing the way it was. And I took, you know, I took some time back from my family to um, to work with um, some products my daughter was doing and to be there for her. But I, when I came back, it was like, okay, something has to change. Yeah. And I think that shifted my mindset, knowing that I, nope you know, not settling anymore, Mm. gave me an opening for God to move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to get to a point where you're okay. Enough's enough. Yes. yes. You you know, you just keep going until you get to that point. Right. So I got to that point and it opened up that opportunity. And what I realized there's, there's so many discoveries. (laughs) Let me tell you something. When between 2019 and today, it's just like there was God was doing so much mm. and so much was happening. And it was it started even before the pandemic. It, like I said, it started 2019. And that's when the shift really happened in which um, and this is where the flexibility part ties in, because I needed to shift my mindset, mm. but I needed a physical challenge to change mm. my mental to, cha- to challenge me mentally. Yeah. And. And sometimes with us, we, that's what's needed. You know, we go through these physical, ex- these tangible experiences, the change yes. tangible. Yes, yes. And God will allow us to do that. I always call it your, your sit down moments, right? Yes. Where the Lord sits you down and you be like, you could have sent a memo, a text message. Like you didn't yeah. have to physically make me be in one spot where I had nothing else to do, but be like, yeah. You got me now. You got my attention. What's up? You know, exactly. (laughs) But you are 100% right. And you know, and I always tell people, don't wait for him to make a like sit yourself down. Do not let him sit you down. You're going to be mad. Like I, my philosophy in life has always been learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Learn from other people. So in 2019, I sat myself down Mm. because I was sensing there was something just listening and following. There's something that um, the spirit's trying to still get you to do. Yeah. Get me to do. I was like, oh, what? Okay. Let me, what is this? Let's get it going. Yeah. And on my, on September 28, 2019, which was my 45th birthday, I just decided I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Mm. I, I wasn't going through any major health challenges, but it was enough. It was enough. Yeah. I was dealing with constant migraines um, and, and chronic fatigue. Mm. And I was like, this is not how I want to live the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm on that birthday. I had a migraine. Mm. So I could barely enjoy it. Wow. And that's when I started first to change my diet. Mm-hmm. And then I, I felt a, specific challenge come to me and that was to do a split uh a full split like a 
Like a split on the ground split? <laughs> Not the front, but the side split oh, on the ground. Oh, you mean like out, 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 out. Oh, out. Ooh, that made me. Mm. I've never been able to do that. I tell everyone I am not naturally flexible. It's just, Ooh. I did, I took the little test. They gave the instruction said, if you, if you could put your leg sideways on a chair, then you could probably do a split. And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and I went through this journey. I thought I could get it done. That was September. I thought I could get it done by summer. I was like, oh, by summer, I'll be able to do a split and I'll be cute. And it took 21 months. Wow. And what I learned through that experience blew my mind. Mm. It just the discipline, um, the, the the desire, the decisions to reach your destination. Yeah. It just all bottled up into this beautiful experience that completely transformed me. Mm-hmm. I, I am not the person I was when I started 2019. Yeah. The way I think, the way I behave. And that opened up opportunities for me to see things and connect with God in a different way and to experience the growth in my business mm-hmm. that I needed. What I think is interesting is that <laughs> is that the word flexibility, right? right is there. that <laughs> like you have to like it it literally is what we have to be no matter like just living it doesn't have anything to do with being in business like in, in your marriage in your parenting in your job in your relationships in whatever you have to be I, I literally just told my son a couple of weeks ago the only thing that's constant is change right yes, yes. things are not going to be the way you want it to be all the time I used to tell my staff that like well why can't blah 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 and I'd be like the, I can only think I can guarantee you that something going to change tomorrow. I can guarantee you that what it's going to be, I don't know, but you have to be flexible. So for you to have a physical, like you said, representation of what it means to be flexible when and also to be able to say, how many things do we say? No, I can't do that because we're uncomfortable because we've never mm. seen it done before because now that's not what I'm supposed to do. Like you say, I, I, I wasn't a flexible person. We put these limitations on ourselves and then we're never able to see like what could be because we already yes. said we can't and not yes. see child. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Like, I mean, and you're right because, you know, I had to push past pain. It was excruciatingly mm. painful at times. And I had, I learned that, I can push past, I can pers- well, okay, I can push past pain mm. in ways to allow me to reach the next level. Yeah. And in life, this is what, again, comfort zone, this is what we're afraid to do. Absolutely. We're afraid of the discomfort of the pain, certain decision we think certain decisions are going to cost, mm. cost us or cost others in order for our growth. And we're not willing to step up to that challenge. No, not at all. No, because we're worried about what it's going to feel like if we were even to try, even though it may not even be as uncomfortable as we think. I'm telling y'all right now, I don't know who this word is for, but we is preaching today. Okay, I want you to know, go ahead and rewind and you might have to go listen to it again. But we are preaching today. Okay, so I I don't know what's coming, y'all, but don't. (laughs) Don't turn this off. Do not turn this off. Um, but yes, like you, when we think about, we hear all the time is that your your uh, freedom is on the other side of your discomfort, right? Yes. Your freedom yes. is on the other side of your pain. You got to yes. go through the storm. We yes. it's things that we choose not to go through because we say, I don't even want to feel what's going to be like. Yes. You don't want to feel the in between, but not even thinking about 
what will happen once I get to the other side? Because you will get to the other side. You yes. just, it may not, it's not going to look the way you want it to look. You may lose exactly. some things, but you also may gain some things. And I think sometimes in this self-doubt journey, we are struggling with what we're willing to let go of and what we want to hold on to. And that's the, yeah. like, it's a huge thing. So as you were going through this journey, how has self-doubt shown up in it? Oh my goodness. You know, the 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 conversations you have to have with yourself <laughs> when you go with this something physical like this again I, I learned a lot about what I can and can't do mm. and um so for instance when during the time like I said I gave myself a goal in which I thought I could accomplish this mm-hmm. but when that time was getting close we as people we tend to you know any situation where we have deadline or we want something accomplished by a certain time Mm -hmm. we attach ourselves to that outcome Mm -hmm. and then when the outcome doesn't happen we're ready to give up oh my goodness okay right Mm -hmm. yep so then i'm so i'm going through that process and when the time was coming in i realized well i still got some distance from the ground to go (laughs) (laughs) like nope i'm still up here (laughs) this ain't happening like (laughs) i'm still up here exactly That self-doubt definitely wants to kick in. Mm. You know, it 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 you I had to learn, continue to layer on the lessons. Wow. You have to layer up the lessons that you learned. We're constantly mm-hmm. learning things day by day. And if we miss it, we don't build enough layers to reach the next level. Yeah. I would say the greatest, one of the greatest um weapons the enemies has. Um, that uses on us is our short-term memory. Hmm. That is so true. Oh, go ahead. Yes. I'm, I'm going to yes. let you go ahead and speak <laughs> okay. on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you can just get us to forget the last amazing thing we just did or the last way God came through for us or what we were able to accomplish, then the next thing that happens, we'll be like, oh, I can't do it. Because mm. you didn't think of what you did already. In this consistent journey that I had, it was, you know, t- 21 months, I had to layer. I couldn't forget. Yeah. could not yeah. afford to forget. Mm-hmm. When the doubt, when the self-doubt came in at times, it was just like, oh, I have such a far, such a long way to go, to go. But by, I would say by month 10, I had conditioned myself to that if was no longer a question. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh, this split's going to happen. I don't care how long. <laughs> at this point, I don't even care how long it takes. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's just what is it going to take for it to happen? So, you know, that's, that's why I love, you know, even the, the name of this podcast, Slaying Self-Doubt. Because it, like, I think it's slaying, like slaying dragons. Yes. Slaying, like, it is, it is a action it is yes it is a work in action it is an effort and it takes courage it takes strength it takes skill you know and it takes the skills and knowledge to be able to Mm -hmm. wield that sword that weapon that you're using and all of that is needed all that was needed for me to slay that self-doubt, which trickled its way into all the areas that I need. I always talk about four pillars, um, finance, fitness, family, and faith. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I cover these four pillars. A couple of people discovered, you know, really developed their legacy pillars. And that physical challenge for me, build the foundation mm. for me to be like, okay, now Mars, now you are the person 
Yeah. I can use for this Ooh. next level. <laughs> okay. So now, now, because I, I told y'all earlier, so now even with you saying that, I know exactly what you mean, right? When you are going through this thing where you're going like so let me back up mm-hmm. you said you got to be able to have the power you have to be able to have to have to slay whatever that thing is right it's going to show up differently for everybody yes. which is the reason why we're all given different challenges which is the reason why our struggle doesn't look like someone else's struggle which is the reason why when you are like well how is she able to and that's how the enemy uses comparison because it's not it's not your thing right Uh -uh. whatever it is that you and and specifically a lot of times whatever it is that you're struggling in is the thing that god wants to use but because you don't see it and you don't know how this is going to work, you minimize it. Like, uh, I don't even know. That's how the self-doubt works. Mm. So you can just kind of push it to the side. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but that's that right there is your testimony. That right there is your purpose. That right there is the thing that is going to deliver you and other people, right? And so that was the first thing. Like, knowing, like, your strength is going to be different for, what, for the battle mm-hmm. you are going to have to fight. And then also, um, once you get through it, knowing that God can then use you, right? Because we say, use me, Lord, until he ready to use us. And then we'd be like, <laughs> right. not like that. <laughs> I don't want to be used like that, Lord. Like, no, that's fine. Give me, give me, uh, no, give me, give me that one instead, right? right. right? Yeah, I and, talk about that. Which is where the self-doubt comes in. You should no, yes. I don't want this. Like, why are you giving me this? Like, right. I'm, I, I can't do this, right? But that's because we can't do it in our strength. Mm-hmm. we have to do it in his strength and so then when we're only looking at ourselves like oh no you can't be calling me to do this because you should already know i i don't i cannot do this and he's like no you're right but i can <laughs> yes and so it's like that's why i was like i, I told y'all we, we, we was preaching Look. over here we were preaching over <laughs> here today <laughs> yes so when you were ready to be used what did that look like man (laughs) the world (laughs) opened you Mm. know the world opened um I remember so going 2020 oh yeah so I went through this journey and and that's when I had already been doing some some like uh my uh, partner and I and our company had been working with a company to develop more coaching our Mm -hmm. clients um, not just being financial advisors, but right. really helping them with the coaching part. Mm-hmm. It was during the time of this journey that the behavioral financial advice mm-hmm. was opened up to me. And I saw, and the it was it was really wild for me was the way I tackled um, that course. Mm-hmm. Um, I had developed the discipline. Mm-hmm. during this during the physical challenge right i was not a very disciplined person before trust <laughs> me my husband can tell you <laughs> okay <laughs> and he's the most disciplined person i know and um because he's so great at things that sticking to things military yeah. mindset yeah and i struggle to stick at it with anything so anyone who's like oh i can't do it physically you know trying to work out and do all those type of things yes trust me Trust me, I had me. tried over and over and <laughs> over again. I could not do it yeah. before. But um, but I developed discipline in this mm. process. 
Mm. A discipline that I never had before. A discipline that I never thought I was capable of. Yeah. And because of that, I, I again, going into this study and, and I had already, cons- I was consuming um, neuroscience and um, financial behavior, fin- um, behavioral economic books, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. crazy, bef- even before I, I went into this course, yeah. just because I felt the calling to study and to learn. And I always want to study in my, in my area of, um, in my uh, professional area. Yeah. It's important for you to always be a forever student is what I call myself a forever student. Mm-hmm. I was consuming this information. And then when um, I, I went into this program, I, so much of what I had already been learning was already in there mm. and my work ethic through, I just noticed it was like, wow, I got through this course in half the time mm. that, and it's not because I rushed through it because you had right. to take a major exam, which you had to get like an 80% or higher. To, yeah. To yeah. Get the designation. So, but I had already been open, mm. open to growth. Like, it's like, okay, my mind was now open because mm-hmm. my body was open physically. Yeah. Because of flexibility, my body was open uh-huh. and now my mind became open. And the learn, the desire to learn and grow moved me professionally and, and then attracting the kind of people I need into my life, mm. Be- becoming clear on what I wanted yeah, and what I did not want. Because I had learned through this process again, I really learned about decisions. Mm-hmm. And I learned about discipline. Those are the key, biggest factors that came out of this. Um, decisions was huge because I was indecisive. So I'm telling everyone I was indecisive and mm-hmm. I was undisciplined. Mm. These are two things that I would have. And I want to be clear on something here because I always talk about values and how important knowing your values are. What I realized this process is that we will always struggle to stick to things that we don't see value in. Mm, mm, mm. Your mind has to attach value to every goal you want in order to make it worthy of pursuing. So you may find yourself struggling to be disciplined in the area. And then other areas you're like, Oh yeah, you on it. You You like, you are on (laughs) it. Like you show up early, like, yo, it's tomorrow. Oh, well I'm here. I'm going to just wait, you know, (laughs) let's just get this done. Right. (laughs) And that's all of us. Yeah. If you really look at it and analyze it, sit down for a moment, think, Hmm, well, why am I able to stick to this? And why am I not able to stick to that? And so often it comes down to where do you see the value? Yeah. That is so, you know, when you say that, I was like literally thinking like of different things. And, um, you know, a lot of times as women, we tend to, that's why your kids come first. That's why your family comes first. That's why we come last, right? Uh-huh. Well, we put ourselves on the back burner and we'd be like, oh, I, I'll do it later. I'll figure it out. But they have to, someone else needs to, you know, all of these things have to be done before we, but then you're, we're, you know, in this season of now, like, you know, you got to say, even. You got to take care of yourself first, right? Yes. But even with even if we say that we really do value our health and we value our self-care and we value our, you know, our growth and all those things, what are we actually doing to right. show that we really do? You know, we'll we'll tend to say we're gonna do something and then be like, Oh, I'll do it later. But let your kid have something and you be like, Oh, 
I can't do this. I can't, you know, I'm not moving. Let you get ready to, you know, something like you said, something that you have placed a value on, you would be like, no, I have no choice. I have to go to this thing. So that is, that's, that's really, it's really really important. It Mm -hmm. is. I mean, I always tell people, I use this example. If you look in your trash can, I have my trash can next to my desk here and everything in that trash can once had value. Mm. Every, whether it's the Mm. wrapper that held you know, the, the, the granola bar I was yeah. eating earlier, it, yeah. pro- it provided safety for my granola bar so I can yeah. consume it. Mm-hmm. It wants to have value. And we do the same things to the whatever it is we are desiring, whatever else, whatever we start and then we throw out mm. because it lost. You know, we started because, oh, I see the value in it. Mm-hmm. And then through time, it starts losing its value. Mm. And then we just toss it. Next thing you know, it found its way into our behavioral trash can. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we need to pay attention to. We want to shift our behavior, start with understanding your values. And that's yeah. one thing. And that's why with um with our um with in my business, and again, it's a it's a holistic coaching mm-hmm. and investment firm. Mm-hmm. We the first thing we do with our clients is do a values assessment. I help them identify their five core values and we hold them accountable for it through the entire planning process. Yeah. So we can remind them. That but is so good. No, it really is because I was even um, this is very minor in this situation. But my husband and I watch a show, and he, you know, he's always like, "You lose interest really fast." And I'm like, "No, it's not that." Like, I, you know, I love TV. Like, TV is my jam. But it's like certain things. If it gets to a certain point, and I'd be like, eh, "You know, it's not as good as it." I will move on. But then there's something else that I may be like, "Oh my gosh, I found this new series," and he was like, "Now you now you're gonna watch 14 episodes in one day." But I'm just trying to get you to finish. Right. one season like right and i'll be like yes but this but because you like you said it's yeah. the like it has all the things that i love and it and so now i'm engaged right but yes. the other thing just kind of like yeah i was and then this isn't you know it loses it right <laughs> like the and so then the, right the thrill is gone so then when we think about the things that we need to do for ourselves and specifically you know that was a, a minor you know example but i'm thinking like our health right Mm -hmm. how many times we start and stop and you know when we're you know we're in the new year now and people are gung-ho about getting healthy and doing all the things right and then by you know the end of the year we're like well yeah i need to get back into that i'm gonna start you know and so we just stop and start and stop and start and what you just said is that do you value it and tell the truth i think that's the other part you have to be honest with yourself yes if you don't, if it's not, if it, it's all based on what you value, if you do not value it, then don't pretend for me. Don't pretend for somebody else. Be honest with yourself so that you know where, because whatever you are pretending to do, maybe what you really do value, you need to be putting your interest and your efforts into that, which is the reason why this ain't, that's this ain't going nowhere. You just that's right. don't, don't finish the season. Okay. Just, you yeah, don't want to watch it anymore. Exactly. It's <laughs> just, you know, watch something else. So yeah. what have you learned on your journey um, that you didn't know before? Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang self podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now, back to the show. I learned, uh, I learned 
the real meaning behind I can do all things through mm. Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> like that's real. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we hear it and we say things. Mm-hmm. But I learned that and I learned what faith really was. Mm. Like, and you know, I, I'm a I, I I just I'm a lover of I'm Hebrews 11 1, you know, this faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like, oh, I feel it, you know, some faith is a muscle. You got to use it yeah. and all that stuff. But when you have to really put it <laughs> into practice, to hmm. practice <laughs> and in the ways he'll show you, mm-hmm. it, like, it'll just blow your mind um, how it can show up and what it looks like and what it feels like. Yeah. How free, um, how freeing faith mm. is. Mm how freeing it is, how freeing it is to eliminate doubt, self-doubt mm, yeah. included. Um, I, I, I discovered so much about myself and I, and again, discovering what freedom really, how important freedom was to me, Yeah, um, discovering that value for myself and seeing how it shows up in my life from finances to fitness, to family, to faith itself mm. and watching as I have to have, and, and when I talk about faith, it's like, you know, your be- your belief system. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole, it's a system Yeah, in which it operates. I mm-hmm. think sometimes we look at faith, it's so flat. Like it's just, it's just flat. Yep, yep. And there's so much depth and dimension into it. It's a whole system for it to work. Mm-hmm. And it, it's needed in, in every area from how you, manage you know operate your finances yep to you know getting getting those workouts done so i learned i learned that i can trust myself mm. Mm. i could trust myself i i because i had to learn why was why was i so indecisive why did i struggle <laughs> with discipline i was indecisive because through the years i felt devalued in various mm. ways i felt i grew up with the caribbean family they made all the decisions for me and whenever i try to make decisions for myself no you ain't doing that that. (laughs) exactly (laughs) so i learned over time that my my the value was just diminished yeah my ability to do that and i and when i share that in certain messages with people that always seems to resonate like people i think that happens with most of us and and, and just being a minority in america yeah Child. We're constantly, you know, like, <laughs> that's a part of the process. It's right. Evaluation. You know, right, right, evaluated. right. Um, so learning to really come into grips with that mm-hmm. and changing their narrative in my head, that self-doubt, like that's yeah. a part of the skills you had to learn to slay that and learn yeah. to slay that was changing the narrative and to be able to make a definitive decision mm-hmm. and, and be like, that's the way it is yeah and feeling free in that man i love that because you know when you started out and you was talking about the freedom and i you know immediately my brain was thinking okay you know we're gonna go into the pillars and you know we're gonna talk about the business and then when you said you know you learn how to trust yourself you saw me sit back in my chair because i was like you know a lot of self-doubt and you know this slang self-doubt journey has everything to do with the fact that we that you don't trust yourself like literally that's really what it boils down to right because if you did trust that you know what you know what you know nothing and no one could 
could steer you off, the, not even yourself. You couldn't steer yourself off that path like that. You know, doubt starts as a question. Like, can I? It doesn't say you can't. It's just, can I? Yes. It's not a, it's, it, is that what you were supposed to do? You know, um, I remember sometime last year, I remember hearing the sermon when someone asked, like, uh, what was the first uh, question that... Um, the enemy asked what was the first question in the bible that the, you know the devil asked or whatever and mm-hmm. I, you know people like huh and they were like he asked eve did god really say that and yeah, i said no exactly the, hold on wait a minute let me and i was uh-huh. like so the very first time he showed up was to put doubt in a woman's head yes and 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 <laughs> and look at look 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 at where we are right now. Look at where, and this literally he didn't say he didn't say that. He said, "Did he really say that?" Which made you did made you start to think like, "Well, what did he say?" Well, technically, because then that's what we what we start to do. We start to change the words up in our head, which Ooh. makes us not trust what we already know to be true. Right. And so Ugh. when you said that it is such a, that's a hard thing to actually to even admit that it you is. don't trust yourself. Right. Because it then is. it makes you feel like, well, then am I untrustworthy? Like, is that, <laughs> do I have an integrity issue? And it's like, yeah. no, 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 that's not what it is. It's like you not trusting your abilities is you not trusting that God purposed you for whatever it is that he like when he called you he called you when he assigned you he assigned you and you need all of these uh asterisks in order to say like yes you know yeah. this is what I'm able to do but that has also to do with the test that we give right so what you were saying as you were going through your 21 months that was that was God's track record of showing you Okay, no, you, like you said, keep it at the forefront of your mind because yes. the enemy will have you have short-term yes. memory loss where you forget like, oh, I did just do this. Oh, wait a minute. How right. Did this did not? Oh, oh you said, <laughs> look, you said some stuff there. <laughs> I, have, I have to touch on because it was so good what you just talked about. That doubt. So, okay, mm-hmm. the doubt part. One of the things, that's why I talk about decisions, all the decisions and discipline, um, particularly because one of the things that will continue to feed into our doubt is constantly uh, lying to ourselves or constantly Mm. changing our minds and not sticking to what we say we're going to do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Every time we give give up or we um, step back or we don't stick to our word to ourselves, we make a decision and then we go the other direction. Mm -hmm. Every time we stop we are planting seeds of doubt Mm, because mm, that mm. is saying, oh, look, you can't, look, you can't be trusted to do this. You can't, those are all the things that are feeding. That's why it is so important to learn these areas. And then the other thing that, as you talked about that, that first thing that enemy said, as far as speaking doubt into, oh, he did not really say that. Let me tell you something. This is why what you're talking about is so important, Felicia, because my, my husband said this the other day. I was like, boy, oh, I know <laughs> this is coming up soon. And, and it sure is. He 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 said um, the enemy constantly uses, the, the, the enemy receives residual income through us. Ooh. Residual income, once he has us, he gets it in our mind that we can't do something or we're locked in. And therefore our habit is automatic. He don't even have to bother with us anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's, it's like residual income. It just keeps mm. coming. Mm. And he counts on that residual income. 
Every single time. Every single time. Every single time. That's why we have to this doubt these what we're constantly telling the behavior that mm-hmm. we created and the pattern that is locked into our brain. And this is why, you know, like I said, I'm fascinated with neuroscience because it's what's actually locking into our brain. The yeah. neurons are wrapped around it and, and is creating neural pathways that is telling that's causing us to behave a certain mm. way. And that self-doubt, that self-talk and the behavior all will cause us to create habits. We don't yeah. even realize we're yeah. doing it. Yep. Like how how did I get here? I don't it's like being in a matrix. You like, how did I how did I even get here? You don't know, but like you you said, it's it's already in you, right? It's already and and (laughs) he uses the same thing over and over again. It's nothing if there's nothing new. If you ever really if you actually took the time to think about what it is that he uses to get you to stop moving forward, it is the same thing. He has not changed anything since the garden. <laughs> not, like, not at all. Between that and lack, because he got them to think, to desire, the one yep. thing they couldn't have when they were surrounded with abundance. Surrounded by he, abundance. He made them think that, oh, lack. Oh, you yeah. can't have that one tree. Yeah. Now we still run around here acting like we don't have, that we're not, at- the, we're not children of the king. <laughs> like, we don't have access to abundance. I'm about to throw my shoe. <laughs> I told y'all this would man. I I oversee. I knew when you sat at that table next to me. I was like, when we when we get on this show, she is going yeah. to yes, yes, this. and we are going yes. <laughs> this is oh man. So okay, so let's talk about um legacy builder group, and I want to talk about the. I want you to break down the pillars um, uh, finance, fitness, family, and faith because I think that so many times we focus on just one thing right and I love the fact that you said this is a holistic practice right it's a holistic thing because we're not just one thing like we have so there's so many things that encompass us and lots of times we get so focused on one particular thing that it just other stuff doesn't uh, it isn't allowed to grow when you know you can water each one a little bit yeah. at a time in different ways it doesn't have to be like okay i only can't focus on money nothing else matters this is the only thing or, or it's fitness so i gotta stay this time a third and then uh, you know other things fall by the wayside like god wants yes. us to be plentiful in all the things right and so yes. let's talk about what those yes. are what it is that your company does and um yeah let's, yeah. let's get into it no problem. I, I, yeah, the, the four pillars, I, I like to look at it as a healthy way to not make idle of make an idol out of one area of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can so quickly turn anything from our family yep. to the food we eat to an idol and mm-hmm. make it a, a whole part of our identity. Yeah. So I think there's a balance and through my experience and through my studies, I just noticed that, you know, there's just a balance between these four areas mm-hmm. that if we can work one by one, we can um, really develop. Develop a, a healthier whole person. Yeah. So I talk about finance. And when I say finance, I'm talking about money behavior. We're talking mm-hmm. about our behavior on money. Uh, we talk about fitness. I'm talking about physical and mental health. Mm. Uh, when I say family, I'm talking about interdependent relationships. Those, those relationships that we are tied to that connect yeah. with us and you know how that can impact us. And like I said earlier, faith is our belief system, mm-hmm. you know, which is so powerful. And, you know, when I went through this journey and I share with people about finding, starting where it works for you. 
I do believe that faith starting with your belief system is how it's actually yeah is where it's going to work for you like you have to work on your mind mm-hmm. and um for me you know my belief system starts with the foundation of the word of god yeah and and really we're all this as we t- as i shared about my journey all of this i think the the real change was a direction in which um i was led to this group a bible study group and we started reading the bible in a year through the, mm-hmm. through, for the year. And since that time, I think this is the seventh year that oh, wow. I went through the Bible um, chronologically. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, again, that started really, that started the discipline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, then, and so that came and it also opened up my mind to once you start reading it over and over again, it's like, at first it's confused, like the matrix. It's like, okay, right. all I see is quickly <laughs> what? Lying. But then things start becoming clear mm-hmm. as you really study and communicate. And so I, my relationship um, with God, things really started uh, elevating at that mm-hmm. point. So it started with my belief system. And again, like I said, faith, believing that I truly and what that actually looks, what yeah. it actually feels like. So I was able to transition to faith, to fitness because mm. of my um because I started with some discipline, some yeah. discipline. So I had an, I had built, remember to talk about the layer stacking. Yeah. Certain, I had enough discipline to work even harder, you know, to build even more discipline in this yeah. area and enough mindset work and faith to, to like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And so that he was, God was able to use the fitness pillar to really expand things mm. for me um, that trickle into my family. Wow. Like my fitness experience transformed my marriage. Wow. Transformed my marriage. My, I, like my husband and I, we were great, married 25 years, but you know, marriage is marriage. marriage. Is marriage. <laughs> <laughs> marriage, is marriage. Uh, and there were some challenges and there were things that is just like, oh, I just need him to change yeah. like this. Like Laura, I was just making plans. So I was like, I ain't getting out of this marriage, but I'm gonna need some. You gonna have to do something, some <laughs> or something when I get old because yes. there's gonna be some issue. Yeah. But what I saw was that when I started working on me, mm. when I put that work into me, yeah, yeah, my husband saw and followed suit. Mm. Like he was. I mean, our relationship, I still, I'm like, I am blown away by the way we could communicate by yeah. how he can express the love, love me the way I needed to be loved. And love yeah. my, like, it's just because he saw the effort, like yeah. he just recognized a change in me and it made him want to be a better man. Yeah. And let me just pause right here to say that um, it's the illusion of control that we have, that Look. we think that someone else has to do something when the real work is us. And when you see it happen and you recognize that we literally are the, I say, we're the thermostat, the the temperature gauge in our households, right? If yes. your energy is off, everybody is off. So yes. focusing on you, you don't even realize how it shifts all the relationships because there's certain things that just be like, she, uh, you ain't got to say nothing, but it's like, I don't know where that person went. You know, like they just they just disappeared, right? And yes. then the peak, like it just draws. It's your light. Like at the end of the day, it's your light. But I, I, we're, I know, like starting with God, knowing who your source is, and yes. then 
um, you know, going up from that allows you to be able to be clear about what it is that you believe, what you're going to do for yourself, your values, those things, and the people connected to you, they either get on the train or get off. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was my tidbit right there, but uh, okay, yeah, go no, ahead. That uh-huh. Was, that, was, that was good. I mean, I mean you nailed it. It, it, it. And then I'll touch on the financial pillar because I know that's really important for people, but it's all these things that are needed to for us to accomplish where we want to be, you know, where we want to be financially. Yes. Like we're yes. thinking, I mean, we all know the stories of people who win the lottery and they're losing. And there's a reason for that. We're not, we weren't ready. Yeah, we were so often not ready for the financial blessing we're asking mm, God mm, for. Mm, mm. We, it, it's levels to this. It is levels, levels to this. this. Are you, it's like character building, right? Yeah. Like, are you really ready? Which is the reason why sometimes when people are like, I don't understand fear of success. It's like, if you got everything that you were asking for, would you be able to maintain it? Would you be able to maintain your values, your integrity, your all of those things? Or would you change? That's the biggest thing because those people who can't handle it, they end up being somebody else. And or actually, just what people say, like, you know, money doesn't change a person. It only amplifies who they really are. Well, then that means you need to get yourself together before you get some money, right? Look, <laughs> I, no, you're absolutely right. And here I am in finance. And I didn't realize that I was dealing with money traumas mm, mm. from my background. Out the, I said out the blue, but I know it was God. Yeah, a, a money coach presented herself. And it's, it's, it, even how that happens, just like, ah. and, but I know I was not, I was not um, trying to be in the same place. I was not going to be in the same place. I, um, a year from now, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you say it's like, okay, yeah. a year from now, I will not be in the same place yeah. uh, mentally. And once I made that decision and I wrote it down, what I needed, I mm. wanted a per- someone, pre- like I said, opportunity presents himself. And I hired this person as a money coach. Cause I'm like, nope, I'm, I want to constantly have a coach in my life. If I'm going to be a coach for everyone else, I, I will have a coach needs a coach. A coach needs a coach. Yes. Yep. So I hired this um, money coach uh, and learned that I had trauma. Mm. <laughs> like I was dealing with just things from my childhood, things that my parents went through, mm-hmm. um, just a number of things. I had even, a, I didn't realize a certain fear I had of money. Mm. I had experienced so much greed and mm. I've seen things that people, I, you know, I watch behavior in families. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've experienced, I've watched some atrocious behavior. Mm-hmm. And and because of my love for people and my genuine desire to help others, mm-hmm. I did not realize I was subconsciously repelling and fearing mm. money mm. because I was afraid that I would become this bad person. Wow like so many other people in my industry yeah 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 yeah. You know what i mean i know exactly I, what you mean you know what i mean yes 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 and so i had to do some work to get rid of all that but like you said to be real be mm-hmm. honest with myself mm-hmm. and to realize that wait a minute okay make some decisions stick to it and become comfortable with money itself yeah yeah and when i did that transformed all this work transport started elevating my business and attracting the kind of clients I wanted to attract. And yeah. I was able to, um, you know, put, 
price tags that I wanted to put on. Yeah, yes. No, <laughs> listen, I had a therapist on a few years ago that said, um, if you want the peace that surpasses all understanding, you have to be willing to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And when you tell the truth, you have to tell the truth about your mother, your father, your relationships, your spouse, your like you have to be able to. And that, that is difficult. So this goes back to what we were saying earlier about yes. trusting ourselves. Sometimes it's not even it's not about us. It's about the things that are connected yes. to us and the fear that we may have of developing other people's habits and things that we've seen that it just says, OK, if I don't if I don't deal with it, then it won't be me. Right. Yeah. But really, no decision is a decision. Right. That's that. And so you said no. in the beginning you were indecisive. No, you were still making a decision. You were That's making right. a decision not to do anything. Right. Exactly. And so I, you know, I've seen this thing last year and I've said it quite a few times. It's like when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. We have a problem in the doing. Yes. It's the doing better. We all know better. But are you willing to do? Mm, yes exactly sure. and we have to be able to because how we do one thing is how we do anything mm. that and so that's why you, you, you have to do better mm-hmm, <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to, and you have to actually do and understand and that's why i talk about these pillars it's you see the trickle down the trickle effect yeah it's how your behavior how you yeah. operate and doing mm-hmm. is going to impact every area of your life yeah, why we have to be honest and conscious of our behavior. The, as the adult, the average adult human makes thirty five thousand decisions a day. Mm. We don't think like what? That's not that's not <laughs> women, right? Because we definitely <laughs> make more than more than the average. You know? We oh, okay. They they must not be talking average. about us. <laughs> but we do. We make all these decisions, but we don't realize many mm-hmm. of them. There's automatic. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna brush my teeth. I'm mm. gonna. We just know we're doing these things. Yeah, seatbelts, turning on a signal. It's, like when you think of our stuff that's just involuntary, like you say, like you just know, wow, that's so crazy. It's it's fascinating Very until you don't have that ability. There was a man and um in one of my uh uh in in the book I call the brain, and he actually got damaged. The part of his brain mm. that makes those decisions was damaged. Mm. And he's the only person on the planet with this condition that was as able to actually walk because he had learned to tell his body to put one foot in front of the other. Wow. He had to make that decision. He has to constantly like command his body, to, body to move. Wow. And the effort is very hard, which is why other people with this condition are bedridden. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. So I was fascinated with him. And just the fact that why this is important is because what we don't want mm-hmm. any of these unconscious decisions mm-hmm. to, to be decisions that are impacting us negatively. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine that I don't have to think about whether I'm going to brush my teeth or not. I just don't right. do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But it's another thing when we're behaving in ways where we're telling ourselves things mm-hmm. or telling others tell things that are causing harm to our relationships yeah that are causing harm to our finances that are causing harm to us physically yeah and spiritually mm. and we don't even realize we're doing it because it's on autopilot it is just every stuff right day. there in the every basal single day yeah we just out here man yo <laughs> no it's i know it's part time <laughs> listen no i'm over here like 
the Lord be knowing every single time. I know people always say, you say that every time you know, he knows exactly who we need to talk to when we need yeah. to talk to them. When is that? Like, this is, this is, yep. That's all, that's all I got. I is, yep. This was an amazing conversation. Um, thank you so much. How can people connect with you? How can they connect with what you're doing? Um, if they want to get coaching from you, if they want to work with you to be able to work on those pillars and just really make the decision to make a change, to do better, to really yes. do better. Yes. So I'll just make it easier. You can Contact me directly at MarcellaMWilliams.com. Um, and there you can find all the information about Legacy Builder Group and and then what I do physically, because I do teach. Um, I am, again, a certified flexibility coach. I took it to another level. Let's go. <laughs> and, and now I, I have a program, a, a mindset and body called, um, program called Flexibility Freedom, yes. where I take people through a 12-week program to stretch them physically and mentally okay <laughs> yes and so all of that you can find at marcellamwilliams.com i am all over social media uh, i love to connect with people on instagram and facebook i just love building online communities so you can find me um on those two platforms but i am everywhere i'm on twitter i am on linkedin um also just look for marcella m williams Yes. Well, y'all already know the information will be in the show notes so y'all can follow her. Marcella, thank you so much for today. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you for the word. Okay. Cause you was preaching today, sis. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> Listen, you, we was, we were, we were co-preaching today. Yes. Okay. We definitely was giving, giving it our all. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Felicia. Oh, you are so welcome. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.